This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Now more than ever, church media-focused companies, personalities, and agencies are pushing churches to grow their online platforms because you can reach more people than you ever could before online, which is 100% true, and I'm not going to deny that fact. But as a small church, we often don't have the goal of growing our online presence and our online followings because, let's just be honest, that's not the purpose of our church. Our purpose most often is to reach our own people and to reach our local communities. So if this is the case, how do we balance the struggle between we have these online platforms where we can grow our online presence? However, we don't want to reach people on, you know, let's see, in even a different state. We want to reach people in our own backyards. How do we handle this? And if the case is we want to focus only on our own people and reach our local communities, what should our media goal for 2022 be? We're going to talk about that in this episode. But before we do, I want to refer back to a previous episode that we had called Five Questions to Ask to Prepare Your Media for 2022. And in that episode, my goal was to help you think through your why you do what you do online and with your media. And to be honest, with you. (laughs) That episode is still one of my favorite ones because if you don't know your why, you'll be wasting your time. You like that? If you don't know your why, you will be wasting your time. But in this episode, I want to talk to you about what your one goal should be for all of your online media. This has less to do with your why and more to do with your how. How will you accomplish your goal of using media well in 2022, and what should your goal be? But before we jump into this conversation, a couple quick housekeeping things. First, if you're listening over there on Apple Podcast land, I would love it if you leave a rating and review. It helps more people find the show via that platform. Or if you listen on Spotify, you can now leave not a review, but you can leave a rating. I would love for you to do that in Spotify. Or if you listen on just just the web browser, you can go to smallchurch.media, find the specific episode page, and leave a comment on that page, and that comment will come directly to me. I would love for you to do that and help me out with that just so we can help preach other small churches and small church pastors use their media well. And one more thing, this is actually happening next week, but I want to tell you about the Church Management Software Summit put on by Church Communications. First, churchcommunications.com is the place to go, not for this specifically, this link. I'll have it in the show notes. It's actual churchcompro.com forward slash chms dash summit dash homepage. You can't remember all that. Just go to the show notes and you'll find it right there. You can find the show notes again at smallchurch.media. But this is not a sponsored ad, but the Church Management Software Summit is happening on January 19th. It's completely free. It's a complete virtual event. And the entire goal is to help you discover new strategies for growth and improve donor relations and reach and serve more people with using your church management software. Again, that's happening January 19th, 2022. It's completely free to register. Now you can pay the 50 bucks to make sure you get all of the content 
on demand for forever because if you just do it free, you watch it once, that's it. If you miss it, you miss it. You pay the 50 bucks, you get the full access to the video library for up to six months after the event. But here's why I'm telling you about this specific event, even though they're not telling me to tell you about it. Yours truly is one of the workshop speakers for that event. And we're going to talk about how to make sure your church management software is set up properly. So I'll be doing one of the workshops. There's so many other amazing voices that you'll hear from, including um, Kenny and Katie. Love both of them. So make sure you go to the show notes, go to, or just honestly, just Google Church Management Software Summit. You'll find the link. Register for it. You got to register quick because it's happening January 19th. Got it? Cool. Okay, let's get back into the episode. So let's first start with what your goal should even be in 2022. And if you ask me your goal for your media, for 20 or digital media primarily, your goal for 2022 is simple. Humanize your church. Got it? Your goal for your online media for 2022 is simply humanize your church. Church. In recent years, businesses have been humanizing their brands because people connect with people. They don't connect with products. Look at all of the Apple commercials and all of the Apple advertisements. Yeah, like, like, you know, like for Apple's, like Mac, iPhone, Apple Watch, AirPods, whatever. Their advertisements usually are not about their specific product of buy this, we're better than this. They don't do the Samsung mentality where Samsung tries to discredit Apple. Oh, now buy our product instead. No, 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 no. Apple is not selling you on their product, they're selling you on the life you can have with their product. They're selling you on the fact of this person gets notified by their watch when their blood sugar is low. This person is able to tune out their entire surroundings while they're working with using their Apple AirPods Pros to use their products well. Apple focuses their commercials and their advertisements not on their products, but on the life you can live with their products. Starbucks, like them or not, does a great job of their advertisements as well because they don't just focus on their coffee and drinks because let's be honest, <laughs> I, I don't go to Starbucks to specifically drink their coffee. It's honestly really not that great. In fact, my best friend Fuller, he calls it Charbucks because they burn their beans intentionally. But Starbucks, you know, they're, they grow massively. They're huge. But either way, Starbucks does not just focus on their coffee and their drinks. They focus on how they help the farmers who grow the beans. They focus on how they help their employees do better in life, such as they go to college for free. And they also focus on how they are giving back to the community. Their social media models this. Their video advertisements model this. Starbucks is not just focusing on the product. They're focusing on the people that they help and that they serve. Wendy's is another really hilariously famous example. Just go to Wendy's Twitter feed, or I think it's like Wendy's Roast. I don't remember what the hashtag was. It was super popular years ago. And Wendy's is still roasting people on their Twitter feed and people love it because it's you can just tell that it is a real life person having real life fun with real people on Twitter. People connect with people. People don't just connect with products or services. And with us as churches, our desire is to connect with God and connect with other people. Or to put it the way Jesus did, you know, supposed to love God and love others, love your neighbor as yourself. When people come to your church, they may come and they might hang out for the services that you provide for them, the location. You have this really, really fun, cool event. But why do these people stay? They might even stay just for the preaching alone. But most of the time, people come 
engage, join, and then serve alongside of people who are already in that church. In fact, I can promise you this. There are probably people sitting in your congregation, not because your preaching is amazing, but because of the relationships that they have built with people inside of your church. And if you want to grow your church's online presence to connect with your church members online, you need to start humanizing everything that you do. And again, This isn't trying to grow to have thousands of people follow your Instagram page or thousands of people sign up for your email newsletters or have thousands of people like your Facebook page. This is simply for you to humanize your church and connect with your own church people. And in doing such, you will also make a human connection with others in your community as well. So real quick, let's talk about the three areas where you need to humanize your church online. So the goal is to humanize your church. Here's three ways you can do that, specifically around social media, your website, and my favorite one we're going to talk about at the end is your emails. So let's talk about the obvious one real quick. Social media right now is the primary tool that people use to communicate with each other, and that's where the people are at. People are on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on TikTok, a lot of are on Twitter, people are on LinkedIn, but either way, social media people are, that's where people are at. That's where people go to get their news, their updates, and their connections. So what can we do to humanize ourselves on social media? One of my favorite things to do on Facebook is not just to post a picture or of a quote or a sermon or or whatever. Now, I will say sermon repurposing for your Facebook page and your Instagram page is one of the easiest ways you can continue to have the sermon you know, just feed into people's hearts and lives and minds over the week. But one of my favorite things to do on Facebook is to simply ask questions on your Facebook wall. You can, you know, literally type out a really quick status with a fun question, put one of those square backgrounds behind it. You know, you already do this for your own personal one and just simply ask a question. My favorite one that went over so, so, so well is the fact of what is your favorite Halloween candy? That was one that we do. Another one was what was your favorite Christmas tradition as a kid? Another one, uh, I, I don't know, you can make up any question that you want. What's the fa- what's the greatest movie of all time? Between these two things, which would you rather do? Because people will respond to that question, but here's the deal, all right? When you create a question like that, you can't just post it, forget about it, let your people comment on it. You, using your church's Facebook account, needs to respond to every single comment that is made. So that's a really easy way in Facebook. It's just to create a question. Fun has absolutely nothing to do with church, spiritual life, or um, growing in your faith. It has everything to do with building engagement in community. And here's why. The more engagement people make on your Facebook page, the more likely they're going to see what you want them to see when you post something that you want them to see, whether it's an announcement, whether it's a sermon repurposing post, or anything like that. The more people engage with your Facebook page, that is an instant trigger to Facebook that people are engaging, so they want to see your stuff. So it's a win-win for everybody. Another way, specifically on Facebook and Instagram, and you can do TikTok as well if that's where you decide to be at, is to start doing videos of you talking directly to your people. We talked about this in previous episodes, but you got to make engaging video content with Facebook and Instagram. And why? Because Facebook and Instagram actually favors videos over just text and photos. Something that I've seen really recently that one church does, and they do this so well, and they've been doing this, oh man, probably, uh, probably since around COVID, is they do something called tip 
Tuesday, where they give you some random tip that you can use to help you out in life. It can be anything about finances to raising kids to how to read the Bible, how to do devotions, how to share your faith, what books to read, what blogs to follow, what other social media accounts to follow. Here's my favorite song, so you should add this to your playlist. Just a fun, quick video to get in front of your people. And here's the deal, all right, with this whole idea of if you do something like a Tip Tuesday or or a quick little Ask the Pastor anything, keep your videos short, keep them to the point, and end it when you need to end it. Don't drag it on. Because if people know, and you do it the first couple times, people are like, oh, this is awesome. But if it's not engaging and fun and, let's be honest, helpful, people just are going to leave. They're not going to come back when you do it again. And hey, if you feel adventurous, specifically in the Instagram land, and then it also goes to Facebook as well, hit up Instagram stories. Instagram Reels is how you grow your following, but Stories is a proven way where you can connect and actually interact with your followers. So with social media, humanize yourself. You got to do that. The second place you got to do that we've already said is you have to humanize your church on your church's website. I cannot say this. I don't know. I've said this way too much. I'm just going to say it again. Get your people's faces on your website. People don't fall for stock images, generic photos of the cross or Bibles or praying or anything like that. People want to see your church members' faces and the places around your church facilities on the website. Why? Because people are attracted to places where they will feel comfortable, where they know what to expect, and where they know that they will find people just like them. So you got to get your people's faces on your website. The second way, though, we have not talked about this, about how to humanize your church, is to have a good, and not just good, but a great staff about page on your website. Now, I don't want to say just staff page. I don't want to limit to just that. But if you can actually have a Our Church's History section with old pictures of maybe a timeline for your church, that's a beautiful thing because right now, vintage is in. If people see that, hey, we have a long history in our community and we want you to be part of that story, yo, that's an awesome awesome vision to be a part of. But primarily with, let's talk about the church staff page. For the church staff page, A, you have to have one. There's no question. Even if you're just a solo pastor, you need to have one. And you need to show pictures of both the main staff member, but also the staff member's family, if they're obviously comfortable doing about it. But not just show a picture. Don't just, you know, let's be honest. People don't always care about what education or where they went to school or anything like that. Now, should you include that? Yeah, I think maybe so, because it gives some validity to, to maybe people who are looking for a certain type of church. But use your church's staff page to have a lot of fun, specifically in their bios, by asking fun questions about your staff members, such as favorite movie, favorite pastime. If you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Maybe a fact that most people don't know about you. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Or if you want to be really creative, if your church is kind of fit into this vibe, you can literally do two truths and a lie right on the staff bio page. Now, okay, obviously we probably should not be lying, so maybe three truths and a one not so truths. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll let you figure it out. But either way, you have to have a good staff slash about page for your church. And the third one, maybe this is taking it to that next step, but have a very quick welcome to our church video 
on your website from you specifically, the pastor. Make it horizontal, put it on YouTube, so yes, another place for people to find you, but that way you're not hosting on your website. You can also track actual metrics to see how many people watch your video, but do a very quick video of just hey, this is my name, here's what we are all about, we would love for you to join us, here's our service time, any more questions, just in, uh, email us at info at whateveryourchurches.com, anything like that. But either way, the, for your website, you have to get faces on your website. You have to have a good about page, specifically lean into your history, but more importantly, your staff bios, but also have a quick welcome video from the pastor on the church website. And if you're not really comfortable with making a video, make a welcome letter that sounds like a real letter that you would write. Actually digitize your signature, put a picture right there. That's what our church does. We don't have a video. We just have the letter from the pastor and that works really, really well. So, so far we talked about social media. We talked about your website, but the last place you need to humanize your church is with your emails. With your church email, stop doing generic weekly emails of just announcements. Instead, here's what you can do. Pastor, or if you're not the pastor, have your pastor start writing emails to send to the church. And I'm not talking about generic stock email. I'm talking about a legitimate email from the pastor. Now, I don't remember who did this, if it was Charles Stanley or if it was, I know it was some older big time pastor, but inside he would, I would say inside of his emails or, you know, old school letters, correspondence. Oh, actually, no. Who was the guy that wrote the message translation? Eugene Peterson. Eugene Peterson did this. Inside of the letter, they would actually mail letters out to the church. He would put stories from people in the church that he's talked with, stories from shut-ins, stories of people who are sick. Anyone who had a story to share, he would include that story in the letter that he would write to his church people because that humanizes the, the, the workings of the church and lets people see what the pastor is doing throughout the week. So you can give an update on here's sermons, here's stuff that I've been studying, here's what I've been thinking about, here's some ways we can pray for the church. But if you pastor specifically write an email to your church congregation and they know that this is an email that they need to have subscribed in order to get it, people are more likely to A, sign up for your newsletter, which not just newsletter, but sign up for the email chain, which also means if you send them an announcement, they're more likely to open it if it pertains to them. But most importantly, you are taking an extra step to reach your church people. If you're more comfortable with video, record a video, post it on YouTube, and then email your church saying, hey, here's a quick update of the week from Pastor Stan or, or Pastor Michael, whatever you want to do with that. And then at the end of that email, that's where you can drop in the very quick calendar of events or a link to a PDF of your bulletin or anything like that. And here's a bonus when it comes to using email, right? Small churches, we don't have a lot of time to create new content, so why not just repurpose the content? So you could take the email if you want to, take that exact email, create a blog post on your website to create the blog section as kind of like from the desk of Pastor Stan. Why Pastor Stan? I don't know, that's what we're on today. But from the desk of Pastor Stan, you can take that email, put it into the blog post so people can find it when they A, get to your website, but B, you could also use that as another social media post to put on your website, which again, Again, goes back to reinforcing what your goal for your online media should be in 2022 is to humanize your church. And again, why should you humanize your church? Because people connect with people. As the church, as the body of Christ, we're not limited by the four walls. 
The church is not characterized by the building that you meet in. The church is characterized by the people, because you know this better than anybody, is the church is the called out ones. It's those who follow after Jesus. The church never was about the actual building, but it was about the people. Acts 2.42 is my, I'm, oh, I'm preaching right now. Here we go. Acts 2.42 is my favorite pastor in, in the entire Bible because the early Christians, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, to the prayers, to the fellowship of the saints, and to the to, to communion, to the breaking of bread, however you want to interpret that. And then what does the next passage say, though? The Lord added to their numbers daily. Your job as a church is to connect with people. Yes, God can use how you're using, how you're humanizing your church to connect with people who are not outside your church, but maybe when they find your church, yes, they're more likely to step into your church congregation because you've already humanized yourself. But if you want to reach your own people, humanize yourself, get on social media and create those questions and then respond to those questions. Make videos where you're talking to your people. Here's an extra bonus that we didn't talk about. Even create a Facebook group specifically for your church where you as a pastor can always drop in little nuggets for your people. Use your website to store all this information. And when you email your church, don't just give a slapped together email of announcements and here's all the weekly things that you need to know. Because to be honest with it, people are going to delete it. Gmail is going to put it in the spam folder and people will never see it. Actually treat your email and treat your people like real people and reach reach them like never before. So what should your goal be for 2022? Humanize your church. And then how can you do it? Use social media well, use your website well, and most importantly, in my opinion, use your email well. If you start doing these tips or tricks or anything that I tell you about in these episodes, I would love for you to just let me know maybe about some small wins that your church has had using media. Just like always, you can go to smallchurch.media. You can use the contact form and just use that to email me, or you could also just leave a comment on the individual post page. Again, every link that I said will be in the show notes, including a link to the church uh, church management summit, a uh, church management software summit. That link will be in the website, and you can get other links of other resources that we have as well. I love doing this podcast with you guys. We got some great conversations coming down the pike and potentially some great relationships and partners for the podcast as well as we move into 2022 that we're working on. So hopefully we'll have more information about that. Sign up for that Church Management Software Summit. The I will let you know this too. The Software Summit workshop that I did will eventually become an episode here on the podcast, but I wanted to make sure that it goes live on the summit first rather than me just post it and then you already learn about it. And then, you know, I, I just want to make sure I'm in good standings with, with the people for the summit. So that episode will drop at a later date. But just like always, I would love for you to leave a rating and review. And I'm more than that, I would love to connect with you. Smallchurch.media. That's literally the URL. It's not .com. It's smallchurch.media. Feel free to reach out to me there or my email. Hello at markhyde.com. But until next week, guys, take it easy, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.